It's time to plan your Disney family vacation. Are you feeling overwhelmed yet? Well, the Scroggin family has visited Disney parks so often, they've become that Disney family everybody talks about. And luckily, they're here to share their tips, opinions, and experiences to help you plan your best trip ever. So, here they are, that Disney family. Hi, welcome to the We're That Disney Family podcast. We're super excited to be here with you for part two of the things that, to think about when planning your Walt Disney World vacation. First, you'll want to know who is on the podcast today. My name is Kristen, and I'm the Disney mom. I have my husband, George, here. Hey, howdy, hey. And my daughter, Josie. Time to do the must-do's. So we are on our second part of things to think about when planning your Disney vacation. Um, a lot of people just jump right into planning by booking resorts and, and booking um, advanced dining reservations, and they don't think about a lot of stuff. Today, we are specifically going to look at what you need to bring, what we suggest you buy when you're at the park, uh, roller coaster ride, what do you do when you have roller coaster riders versus not roller coaster riders, water parks, and how are you going to get your souvenirs home? Sound good, everybody? Yep. Great. So our podcast will always be talking to you as if you don't know anything about planning a Walt Disney World trip. It's not really a podcast for Disney news or rumors or inside sneak peeks. It's it's for you, the average Disney person. In particular, this podcast series of three is aimed at people that are planning their first, second, third trips. Um, and uh, we're going to try to help you have the best trip possible. Okay? So let's start on what you need to bring. So what you need to understand is that Disney products can get very expensive and if you're not buying a souvenir that is unique to disney world you don't want to buy it in the park mm -hmm. like things like sunscreen you don't want to buy in the park right um so the first thing that i we will we'll do a whole podcast on packing in the future uh, but the first thing that you have got to have is comfortable shoes to walk in uh we will suggest that you break those suckers in ahead of time um you walk so much on your Disney World trips. I've had my Fitbit show 12, 13 miles, yeah. especially on Epcot days. Mm -hmm. um, we would really suggest um, moisture-wicking socks also. And my husband is a big proponent of making sure that you walk literally from the minute you know that your trip is getting planned. Yes. Start walking around the neighborhood. Um, so I, I just think people miss this. That, like, they don't think about... I've seen women in heels... Well, I think that when they do wear the heels, they're only going for, like, one day. Like, they live in, like, the local area, and they're like, Maybe. I'm going to go for a little bit and take some cute pictures and all that junk. But, like, if you're planning on being there all day and you're there... Multiple days? Multiple days, your feet are going to hurt. Uh, I would... I, I couldn't even handle um, flip-flops. Yeah, sandals. Nope. Uh, Birkenstocks mm -hmm. start to rub your feet over yep. time. So we really would suggest a sneaker with a good art support. Um, you're you're walking on pavement all day every day. I know that we we can't hit this enough, can we, George? Comfortable shoes. There we go. Um, the second thing that we would suggest that you bring would be um, a stroller uh, if you're driving. If you are not driving, if you're going to fly, then I would say rent your stroller at the parks or have one delivered to you. What do you think? If you're off property, getting that stroller on the tram at Magic Kingdom is Right. Like you have difficult. to, you have to, so, whatever you bring has to fold up really, really well. Yes. 
Uh, and a lot of them don't. Yeah, they've got to be very foldable. And make sure that you bring something that will allow you to mark your stroller so you can find it. So even if you're renting a stroller there at Disney, um, I would suggest like a lime green ribbon or a hot pink. Don't go with just a balloon because a lot of people mark their strollers with balloons. Yes. And your stroller, listen to me, will get moved around so much on your Disney vacation. It doesn't matter where you park it, it's going to get moved. But you want, you want to mark it whether you rent or bring your own. Rent or bring your own because people have got thousands of strollers. Make sure that you mark your stroller in some sort of way. Uh, the next thing we would suggest you bring is a camera for photo geeks. Now, as, as cameras have improved more and more on cell phones, people are needing those less and less. But for those of you that are really into... Instagrammy beautiful shots or whatever, mm -hmm. yeah. then uh, then yeah, you might want to bring your camera. But you can use PhotoPass um, with your professional photographers uh, around the parks, and they just load those onto your Magic Man, and then you can buy those individual photographs. Um, but but and there's going to be it's going to cost more money, but you're going to get better photos. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And, and I can't them. stand, so what a lot of people don't know is when you bring stuff, you guys, you have to store it somewhere during the rides. So there's this weird, like, a lot of people are like, well, I'll just stick it in my stroller. Well, are you going to leave it on the, in the stroller when you go ride the ride? Are you going to leave your $400 camera yeah. in your stroller when you go ride the ride? Because otherwise, you're going to have to crumple all that up and store it in one of the storage bags or under your seat or whatever on the ride. So, to me, the less you, you can bring into the park with you, the better. Yeah. Yes. Um, the next I would say, but I would say you definitely bring this every single day, and that would be a poncho or a raincoat. Go over to, um, to Walmart and get the ones that are already like little prepackaged 99 cent, ones that are already in squares. For those of you that like have just like a crossbody bag or even a fanny pack for those of you wearing those, it's small, compact, it'll fit right in there. Um, but it, it rains almost every day at Walt Disney World during the summer for at least a period of time. And if it's raining hard, those ponchos are going to be seven, eight dollars, sometimes more. Um, so definitely have that. It's pro it's probably gonna rain on you, pretty much. But every day. use them for rain, not to ride ride water ride. Oh shush! It is defeats she's, the purpose. She's saying that directly to me, because <laughs> um, especially Collie River, I always put a big my big poncho on because I don't like to be sopping sopping wet. Um, the next thing I would suggest you definitely have is some sunscreen. The sun does not mess around in Orlando. You will burn and then you will be miserable. Um, you can get sunscreen in the parks, but it is at, at least double what you would mm -hmm. buy at any other. And it's already expensive when you just buy it at the drugstore. So definitely make sure that you have sunscreen um, that will help block some of those UV rays. Uh, the next thing we would say would be breathable fabric clothes as much as you can. In particular, I would suggest avoiding jeans and jean shorts um, because the humidity... I think a lot of people have never experienced humidity like there is... In Orlando, we're, we're from Alabama, so it, it, it gets pretty humid where we are. But in jeans, that just can tear your legs up. Um, and then you're miserable the whole rest of the trip. So, uh, and then of course, if you, if you let's say you do ride um, a water-based ride mm -hmm. and your jeans get wet, they're going to take longer to dry out and then they're going to have rub. Just avoid them. Breathable fabric clothes as much as possible. Your Nike shorts, microfiber kind of clothes as, as much as you can um, that will help with the humidity and or water rides. The next thing I would suggest that you do is bring a swimsuit. 
whether you are on property or whether you are off property, pretty much every hotel, resort, rental, whatever it is, is going to have access to a swimming pool. And the swimsuit there are expensive, so if you forget yours, it is very expensive. Very and expensive, which you have done, young lady. Yes, I have. Me too. Yeah, yeah and, yours, is like, yours was like a $60 pair of trunks, wasn't it? We bought them at the water park. Do we buy yours at the water park, too? Yes, ma'am. So bring a swimsuit. They're so expensive on property, um, and you'll you'll need them. And, and really, swim going and having somewhere to go swim is a great way to sort of unwind and cool down. Um, the next thing we will talk about is snacks. So if you have a family that eats consistently throughout the day, and we're not as bad about that. I know there's some people that, like, their kids eat every, every two hours. They're eating, you know, fruit snacks or goldfish or whatever it is um snacks can add up get very very expensive in disney parks very very quickly so i would suggest bringing either a refillable water bottle um or just a a, you know a regular water bottle Mm -hmm. and drink that we used to freeze ours um and then bring it with us and then have some of these little snacks pack snacks um, but remember, everything has to get crunched up when you're riding a ride. So things like bananas are going to get destroyed, which we've had that happen lots of times. Crackers, you're never going to be able to eat your crackers. It seems like you're always going to crunch them up and then they're going to be <laughs> pour them into your mouth. Um, so definitely look at snacks, cheap snacks. You can bring them in. Hear me, you can bring food into Walt Disney World. Um, you can bring cans, water bottles, snack packs. You can bring them all into the park, but you will have to haul them around and that's important. And if you buy one of those refillable cups, you can bring it back the next day and still continue to use it, correct? Oh, it's you mean the, the ones that are in the resorts? Oh, oh, yeah. Well, you can do that. Yeah, a lot of people do. So, resorts, resort cups have um, a special uh, microchip that's inside of them. And if you buy that, that refillable cup, you can get as much as you want when you're at the resort. I think you're thinking about Universal. Oh, yeah. Universal is where it does <laughs> yeah. that. Never mind. Whoops. No, you're fine. Um, but but I think the the water like water's five dollars. One bottle like typical water bottle is five bucks easy in the park. So bring it with you if you're gonna need it. And here's the one thing: you can go to any restaurant that's there. I mean, any quick service that's there on park and just ask for a cup of water, and they will give you a cup of water for free. Um, did you know that? Yeah, you can. So you, you they're not going to let you dehydrate, but uh, if, if you know, it also takes up time if you go do that. So I would definitely suggest bringing some snacks. You, for your information, parks do not sell chewing gum. For those of you that are gum chewers, there is no way to get gum anywhere, and there is very limited smoking areas. Um, and I've I've seen two or three people try to take a shot. And um, smoke in an area that's not smoker, and they get busted every single mm-hmm. time. So, um, for those of you that that are smokers, I will tell you if you can work on tapering down the number that you smoke on your on, on the way up to your trip, it will help your frustration <laughs> a little bit because they're very and they're in weird areas far off yeah. uh, in the park. The next thing we would suggest that you have is a good backpack, um, whether you are. Older or younger, a backpack will definitely help you. But in particular, if you have kids, I would say the most important thing that we ever carried around was the backpack. Um, Avoid having ones with lots and lots of zippers because it's a pain for bag check. I know that that helps you organize things, but it's also a pain during bag check. So um, 
But a backpack is, you know, when your hats, before you ride a roller coaster, everybody's going to take their hats off and their sunglasses. And if you're getting autographs, you're going to have to have a place for your autograph books. And, right, all that stuff kind of comes mm -hmm. together. And You'll if need you a buy place. souvenirs, you can also put them in the bag mm -hmm. instead of... Yeah, so I'd say, like, the two most important things I would say you have is good shoes and a backpack. And the backpack, the younger your kids are, the more important it is. The old, like, you, once you get to teenagers, you're good. You're yeah, they good. mostly carry their own stuff. Especially mm -hmm. with, I think, with the advent of the Magic Bands, that helps a lot, too. Um, I would say, in particular, right now, we are recording this during the height of COVID. Uh, hand sanitizer and wet wipes are definitely something you would want to bring along with you. Um, they're going to have them everywhere in the parks. But, again, it just helps to kind of have your own supply of this because... People are gross. I mean, that's just all there is to it. And when you are at Disney, a lot of people touch the exact same things over and over and over again. We are we are forever yelling at our little boys to stop hanging on the railing. It's just gross. Just don't touch that stuff as much as possible. Okay, the last thing that I would say is maybe the most important thing for me is a portable phone charger. Yes. <laughs> uh, the bigger, the better. The more that it can hold and the more that it can charge. The one that we have can charge four at one mm -hmm. time. Um, there are a very few locations around Walt Disney World that you can charge your phone. Yeah. And occasionally you'll get lucky and find a spot like maybe where you're sitting at a restaurant and it'll have a plug and, and you can charge there. But um, my phone seems to drain really, really more quickly at Walt Disney World almost than anywhere else. Mm -hmm. So make sure you have one with you so that you can get in contact with your family members if you split off for a while. Um, not, you know, you don't want to miss out on the, the, like everything more, especially with COVID, everything's going to be on this app. Everything. Everything's going to be on the app. So if you want to change anything around all day long, you've got to have access to the app. Well, your fast passes, your dining reservations, everything is there. Everything's going to be on the app. So I would say your portable phone char charger is probably the most likely thing for you to not remember to pack but might be one of the most important things for you to, to pack and if you've been taking our tips and you took a picture of where you parked it does you no good <laughs> if your phone is dead when you're leaving the park exactly and we've even found um f uh, little fans that you can plug yes. into um to our to your charging charging station in your phone and it'll get yeah, a little uh nobody could see me getting the fan my face there all right so those are the main things that we would suggest you bring shoes stroller that's completely up to you uh camera if you're a big camera person rain uh raincoats or ponchos sunscreen breathable fabric clothes swimsuits snacks a good backpack hand sanitizer and wet wipes and a portable phone charger okay mm -hmm. Now, let's talk about things you can get in the park or that people traditionally get in the park. You're going to buy souvenirs when you go to Walt Disney World. So, one of the big things that I think people do not budget for adequately on their trip is stuff. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, and one of the things that I feel like we end up buying, maybe not every trip, but maybe every other trip, is a sweatshirt. Yes, I love sweatshirts. <laughs> It'll be literally the middle of summer and I'll wear like 40 sweatshirts. But it does get cool in the evenings, um, and sometimes there's a weird cold. There's times we've gone where there's been just a weird, crazy cold snap. Well, we've been on spring break before, and we didn't check the weather, thinking, oh, we're going to Orlando, it's hot, and you get down there, and it was not hot. Yeah, one of the great tips that I have heard for kids is always buy a size up in kids when you buy your Disney sweatshirts. It doesn't matter if they're oversized when they're there at the park. You want them to last as long as possible, because that sucker could easily be 50, 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, 
be prepared to pony up or bring your own. Same with raincoats. If you can, you know, if you can get them, you can get them there in the parks. They're just going to cost a lot more. So either bring a sweatshirt or plan, be intentional about buying uh, a sweatshirt when you get there. Another thing that we end up buying pretty much every trip is a hat. Papa's yeah. got a great collection of hats. Um, you can obviously bring these with you too. I would suggest having a hat on when you are at Walt Disney World, yes. especially if you are losing your hair in any capacity because you will get roasted. Um, but hats are just they're cool. I don't, I've never been a huge fan of the novelty hats because they're almost always plush and I just feel like they're too hot. Like the stitch hat that we have oh, and the Chippendale yeah. hat that we have and people get goofy ones and you know what I mean? And to me, you can throw Mickey ears in that same conversation. Yep, there are a lot of people that are serious about their Mickey ears. Um, but definitely I would suggest that you, you get a hat, something that will keep the sun off of your face. This will also help you um, not get headaches. Uh, in addition to, I would say, either plan on buying a pair of sunglasses or bringing a pair of sunglasses because while it's going to rain every day at Disney, it's probably going to be sunny, super sunny, for part of the day every day at Disney, Disney too. Uh, hats and sunglasses, I'd say, would be the next thing to, to budget a little money for. Uh, the next one goes back to that idea of strollers. So you can rent from Disney. You can rent a single or a double stroller. These things are super tough. And you can um, rent them by the length of your trip, which allows the price to decrease a little bit every single day. And you can leave them from one park and pick them up another. So you don't have the weird folding up crap that you have when you're, right, you just go get a new one at the next park. Um, they all look exactly the same, so you must find something to mark this thing. I swear that it is a cast member's favorite form of torture to move around strollers all day, every day. Unique ribbon, whatever it is. I also would suggest if you are driving, mark your car. Uh, there's about a thousand billion white sedans at Disney World at any given time. So mark your car in some sort of way. Um, you can also use a stroller rental company that will deliver a stroller either to your room or to your rental if you want. Um, I've, I've never really found much value in that. I'd rather either bring my own or, uh, and usually if I bring my own, it's that little umbrella, the one that's for like a five, four or five year old. Um, or rent them. You can get a, I, I mean, you can get a small six, six year old up in that thing. It's good. Even for like bigger kids, you can have them take a rest for a little bit and take a load off with those strollers. <laughs> All right. The next thing that is rented very frequently, people get at the park are wheelchairs and scooters. You can also rent those exteriorly uh, and they'll deliver them to you. You know, the scooters that you drive, they drive on and and they run into the back of your legs a million times. Scooters oh, are terrifying yeah. to me. Um, it feels like most people who are on them don't have a clue how to drive them, have never tried to drive them before. They end up hitting me, my kids, my children, the, the pavement, the other old people. It's just a mess. Regardless of what I think about them, you can get them at the parks or rental companies will come and deliver them um, for you. I would just really be smart you know, before, before you go out there, maybe go, maybe go to the grocery store and try driving one around a little bit before you decide to go to Disney World where it is crammed full uh, and do that. And they're My, trying to have back it in to get on the bus or the monorail uh, or whatever. I mean, yeah. They get complicated. Yeah. Um, the next thing is Disney souvenirs. You are, if you know your kids are going to be wanters, um, then one of the things that we used to do a lot was buy some Disney stuff from like the local Walgreens or Walmart or Target, whenever we would see it 
on sale. And then we would, um, we had a thing called Tinkerbell. Um, so you know how, how Santa brings Christmas gifts? Tinkerbell brought gifts if your child was behaving well um, at, at Disney. So that was a way for us to help with always wanting something. Sometimes we would say, well, maybe Tinkerbell will bring that to you. So sometimes... Sometimes we used things that had been pre-purchased, and sometimes we um, snuck around and got something that they really wanted in the park. But it allowed us to not be buying gobs and gobs of stuff all day, every day. Also, you're bribing the kid. Hey, don't calm down <laughs> here because Tinkerbell's watching you. Mm, we love that. We'll definitely we'll definitely do a podcast on the advantages of Tinkerbell <laughs> in the future. You love Tinkerbell. I love Tinkerbell. She's great. Yeah, she's great. Okay, let's move. So that's the main things that I would say, either pack or buy. Can you think of anything else that you're like, man, don't forget about? Mm, a good attitude. Yeah, please pack a good attitude. And that's usually accompanied with a big fat nap in the middle of the day. That is true. Um, Josie is a teenager, and she, she gets up first thing in the morning. She doesn't mm -hmm. complain and yell and scream because she knows she's going to take that big fat nap in the middle of the day. Sometimes. Sometimes um, the little boys need it more than me and Logan, and we just hang out it's very rare though yeah but yeah it's still exactly all right so let's go on to what do you do when you've got roller coaster riders versus non-roller coaster riders so this is a problem i wouldn't say a problem necessarily but you've got families that have really big variations of ages so we have this in our family our youngest two are adopted and they're close in age they are currently eight and seven and then our older two are 18 and 13 so what they want to do is not necessarily the same stuff. Now, our third one, the eight-year-old, is fearless. That boy's not afraid of anything. And if the big kids are doing it, he's in. So he is a roller coaster rider. The youngest one is not so much a roller coaster rider. In our house, I'm not a roller coaster rider. So it works. So it works. So I've got, you know, you've got somebody else who's perfectly happy to go and bounce around in the Winnie the Pooh ride while you go and ride whatever it is you want to do. Um... But And my husband is definitely a roller coaster rider. So here's one of the things that we would suggest. When you choose fast passes, it's really important to think about who is going to ride what because not everybody in your party has to ride the same thing at the same time. But you want to be in relatively close proximity to one another. So if you are going to do a, um, you know, an attraction in one area of the park that's a roller coaster, you might want to schedule a fast pass at that same time for your non-roller coaster riders um, that's close. You don't want to be going across parks so much. you got to know your kids. We don't advocate for bullying your child into riding any kind of ride and then them being terrified the rest of the time. But we do encourage you to teach your kids how to be brave and try new things, even if they scare them a little bit. But the big thing we would tell you when it comes to roller coasters is before you sit down to schedule a single fast pass, you must know the height of your child. Absolutely. Oh, gosh. it is. There's nothing worse then getting to a roller coaster that you want to ride and then them telling you you're not tall enough. It's brutal. And they don't give a rip about your age, right? Mm -hmm. So it's interesting because our, our eight-year-old is quite tall for his age. And um, so he was able to ride things way before other kids, uh, even older than him, work. It's purely down to height. So before you begin booking all these fast passes, don't burn a fast pass on a kid who is not the right height to be able to ride something. Okay. Um, no matter what, before you start booking any thrill ride, make sure that you um, 
decide if you're going to do ride or switch. Do you want to try to explain ride switch? Because this is important. So if you've got a younger child that cannot ride a ride, we'll, we'll say the flight of passage. Okay. <clears throat> so you, how we've done it in the past, you, Josie Logan, Zach. This is assuming I want to ride the ride too. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> went to you went to flight of passage. I stayed back with KK. You got the rider swap when you mm-hmm. check into the line. Mm-hmm. So what, what that does is you go through, you ride the ride. We're waiting in the gift shop at the exit. Or wherever you want to we be. Me, we meet up. Now, you stay with the young, with KK, the youngest, and I go with the, with the big kids again to ride the ride. Uh, we went through the fast pass line on yes. the on the rider yeah. swap, so that way, it's great for the big kids because yeah. they get to ride rides two twice. times in a row. Right. Yeah, like you and I got to experience the ride once. The little one did not want to ride. Right, and, he, and I think it, you know the the problem is, is that <clears throat> it happens very happen very frequently in families where both of the adults want to ride the ride, mm-hmm. um, but if you've got a little little one, it's hard to do that. So rider swap is what you want to use. You just go up to the cast member that's standing there, usually te- checking to make sure that your fast passes work, and say, I, I want, I need to do a rider swap. You do need to bring the little kid with you to do that. They need to see that, that really does, that you really do have a little kid with you, or they won't give you um, the rider swap ticket. But that's a huge, huge option when it comes to roller coaster riders versus non roller coaster riders. Also, um, Make sure that you know sort of the level of motion sickness that different people can handle. Um, I've learned, like for me, that if it is three-dimensional and it moves, I'm going to get sick every single time. So um, there's other things that move that I don't have any problems with at all. But if it's 3D and it moves, I'm going to be sick. So make sure that you know uh, your particular family. Have that conversation before you start booking your Fast Passes. Okay? All right, let's move on to water parks because I think a lot of people don't don't consider water parks even a little bit. And we were talking just a moment ago about our, our littlest one who does not like to ride roller coasters. His The water parks are his favorite things. He would do nothing but water parks if true. it was up to him. There are two Disney water parks. The first is called Typhoon Lagoon, and the second is called Blizzard Beach. Uh, if you are on property... They will take you by bus to the water parks. You can obviously drive your own car. Key thing here, if you do drive your own car, you do not have to pay at the water parks. For parking. For parking. <laughs> no, you gotta pay. You gotta pay to get in. <laughs> Forget about that. They both have a set price for a full day. Um, so even if you come in at, at four o'clock and that thing closes at seven, you're paying the same price. Um, full, full, full day. If you don't have a ticket, let's say we talked, remember we talked about in the, in section one about the base ticket or the park hopper ticket. Those do not include water park tickets unless you buy the, the higher end of that. Um, so you have to pay for water park separately. You can easily do an entire day at each water park. Um, there's a lot of walking upstairs, so if you've got people with knee problems, um, so you've got that level, but you also have the Lazy Ripper that you can just enjoy most of the day, which is what I do. <laughs> well, the other thing with your feet in the water parks that you got to be careful of is a lot of time you're barefoot walking around oh, it'll on tear the concrete, your feet so up. It, can, it can be tough on your feet, but... Uh, but there's rules about, like, flip-flops, like you have to hold them in your hand if you've got them, 
Um, no, water shoes. Sometimes you have to put them in a little compartment, and then you have to walk all the way back up to get them after you get off the ride. Gosh, it's brutal. So, like, I mean, I would get somebody, if you, some somebody's not going to ride it with you, if you have somebody who's, like, scared, I would suggest, like, well, walking good, yeah. around and then being like, hey, can you hold these so when I'm down from the slide? That's a good you call. You can just get... So it doesn't eat your feet up so bad. Because yeah. the concrete's, it's got, um, it's kind of rough. It can be hot, yeah. too. It can be hot, absolutely. You can bring a cooler with all your food and drinks into um, the park. They are going to go through it, so just make sure you don't have anything a little illegal. I don't know what you would put illegal in your water bars, <laughs> but uh, can you bring alcohol into the water I parks? I don't think so. I don't think so either, but you can bring a cooler, so that saves money um, on there. Uh, so out of the two, do you have a favorite? I like Blizzard Beach more. Yeah, what about you, Pop? Blizzard Beach. Yeah, I'm a Blizzard Beach person, too. I mostly like Blizzard Beach the most because um, I like the ski lift, so I don't have to walk up. <laughs> yeah. Super that lazy. Is, that is pretty nice. But they've got some serious, like, if you're a water slide rider, they've got some serious water slides. Mm -hmm. um, but then if, if you are a person that loves wave pools, then Typhoon Lagoon is a serious wave pool. Yeah. Um, and you can really enjoy yourself there, too. And there's lots of smaller little kitty slides there's yep. immediate slides for the ones yeah so it's it's a good day i agree we recommend it for a fourth day uh it's a great way to stay cooled down where we talked about in the first section that the third day most people start to melt down most people are going to get tired so having that fourth day that's kind of nice and calm is a good plan okay uh the last thing on this particular section of things to think about is how are you going to get your souvenirs home um so what you what many of you don't understand is that a, a lot of rides empty right into a gift shop so the temptation to buy things is there every time you get off a ride um a lot of rides also will make you store your belongings in a bag under your seat so when you buy a lot of stuff early in the day sometimes it's drama hauling it around um, this is, again, one of those advantages to staying on park, uh, on property in a resort, is that you can um, have, we really have two options. You can have, you can fill out a form and have them send it to your on-property resort, uh, your whatever your package is, or you can just have it sent to the front of the park, and then you can pick it up later in the day. Um, it does take time for that movement to happen, though, so, you know, if you're going to be real pinched for time one day, I'd be careful. the next day, I, I don't, you wouldn't do it. Yeah, for sure. Um, on property, you have two options. You can send your park purchase to the front of the park and pick it up, or you can have it to your resort. They do suggest that you have at least 24 hours for delivery if you're sending it to your resort. Um, if you are on or off, you can have it shipped to your house, but you're going to pay for that. It's not included in the price. Um, if you are off property, you have to take it with you on the whole day unless you send it to the front of the park. So we have a tendency with our kids to push them to shop in the latter part of the day or shop right before we're going home for nap. Sound about right? Yep. When, last, last tip we've got for you here is when you are packing, make sure that you leave room for souvenirs. Um, I've even packed an extra duffel bag in my suitcase to fill it um, when I'm coming home. That's more important if you're flying versus uh, yeah. driving. Yeah, that's right. I'm, that's, if you're driving, it doesn't matter at all. But um, that you can buy luggage at Walt Disney World, but it is, holy goodness, expensive. Mm -hmm. uh, it's beautiful. It's very cool looking. 
but it is wow expensive. So um, make sure that you have, have planned ahead on that. So on today's things to think about, you learned about what you need to bring, what you need to pack along with you, what kind of things to get at the park, what to do if you've got roller coaster riders versus non-roller coaster riders, the water parks, and how are you gonna get your souvenirs home. Any other tips out of all that that you can think of people really need to get? No, not really. No? Bring a good attitude. Yep. Always Bring comes back to that. Attitude. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Number one, be positive. All right, you guys. Well, we have got our show notes on our website at www.wearethatdisneyfamily.com. If this is just all too overwhelming to you, we are Disney authorized travel agents that can help you plan your vacation of your dreams. Again, it doesn't cost anything for you to use an authorized Disney travel agent. The Disney actually pays that commission. So no problem there. You can, um, we're happy to help you plan a great trip. This is again, number two in a three part series. So if you've missed number one, go back and grab that. And we will be recording number three here shortly. And, um, we hope you have an awesome trip. It really comes down to preparing ahead of time. Um, it will make a massive difference. I don't suggest you wing it on your Disney World no. trip when it comes to planning. Nope. No. All right. Well, have a good day, you guys, and we'll see you real soon. We hope you've enjoyed spending time with our crazy family. Please take a second to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And visit our website, www.com. We're that DisneyFamily.com for more great planning tips. See you real soon.